Welcome to Local Voices, a community podcast produced by the Echo newspaper which takes a deep dive into the news that matters the most to you. I'm your host, Hayden Moore. Since the turn of the century, the fortunes of Dublin senior ladies football has ebbed and flowed as the county sought to break the growing dominance of Cork and establish a legacy of its own. After reaching their first All-Ireland decider in 2003, the Jackies had to wait a further seven years before finally securing their maiden title by way of an emphatic victory over Tyrone. But unfortunately for Dublin, they had to wait another seven years to lift the Brendan Martin Cup after repeatedly falling at the final hurdle against a dogged Cork outfit. Since, under the management of Mick Bohan, the Dubs have asserted themselves as a powerhouse of football in the country, stringing together several All-Ireland titles. Save for a stint away between 2014 and 2017, Thomas Davis star Siobhan McGrath has felt every peak and trough along the way. The nine-time Leinster winner, four-time All-Ireland champion, National League medalist and 2019 Players Player of the Year awardee joins the Echo Sports editor Stephen Leonard to recount her years in blue and with the little village in Kiltipper. Well, I'm delighted to say I'm joined on Local Voices this week by Thomas Davis and Dublin senior footballer Siobhan McGrath. Siobhan, thanks so much for joining me today. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me on. This is great. (laughs) Siobhan, listen, I I know you've had a fantastic career so far. Um, You've enjoyed so many highs and lows uh, with Dublin and and so many highs in recent years, particularly the last three years with with a string of All-Ireland Championship titles. Uh, but just take me back to the start uh, when you were trying to break into the Dublin setup at under 14 level, because I know you were knocking on the door for a while uh, before you mind, finally made the breakthrough. Um, I suppose my my football career started later. Um, I When I was younger, it was more camogie section in our club. So I was playing that. Um, was until I was about 13 did the actual the ladies football section kind of got set up and they really put a lot of focus into the underage system. Um, from there, I think my first year I went out, we're playing, I wasn't really that good, to be honest, um, but because I was fast and run and fit for electric wands, I went out for the trials. Um, I wasn't on the under 14, it was actually my first year under 16 that I broke into the, the underage CS system in Dublin. Um, my first year, I yeah, like I said, wasn't very, very new to the game, wasn't that great. Um, I was put back into the cornerbacks because I, you know, was just could be sticky to the player and I just didn't, I was kind of fit, was able to keep up with them. But as regards football and skills, they weren't exactly there. So I, um, yeah, I just had to work hard at it and really focus in on, on my skill levels. Um, and then the following year, I actually got a break, really. A girl got injured. Um, and... I I think I had started in around cornerbacks, but then I came out to, to the wing back. Um, and at that stage, I had done a lot of work on focusing on my football and I kind of got the position there and I stuck there then um, for the second year of under-16s. Um, and then we had gotten to the Leinster final that year. Um, and Mick Bohan, believe it or not, was um, starting my senior inter-county inter- career. Um, he was out at our game. And from that, he picked about five or six of us to come up and start training in 2003 on the Dublin senior panel that year. Right, I see. And you, obviously, you, you got that, you, you made your appearance for, for Dublin the following year. Uh, you made your deb- senior debut against Leash 2004. Just tell me about that campaign, uh, which saw Dublin make it all the way to the All-Ireland final against Galway. Um, yeah, so the, the previous year, they actually made it to um, the All-Ireland final against Mayo as well. Mm. So there was an upward... Tr- 
trend like it was kind of ladies football was getting like they had moved from you know a lower division all the way up Mick had kind of brought them up um and they yeah it was just kind of looked looked good at the time and um, I suppose that campaign was a bit different for me I was young I was just you know dazzled by all these players and the management and I was just trying to go out and train more so than be making any panels or that but um I did eventually I actually did break into the panel and, and got onto the panel that year which was um which was great um, and then just learning from all these experienced players and kind of I don't know I probably had a bit of a fear factor a lot of the times going into training I used to be very nervous going to training let alone going into a match um, but yeah, the, just the structure that was there, the professionalism, um, especially at a time when, you know, the professionalism had to be driven by the players and the manager themselves. There wasn't a whole lot of resources there. Um, so to learn from that and learn how to, I suppose, a bit of hard graft, what you have to do um, if you want to be successful. And so to get that experience and to learn that from, I think it kind of probably molded me um, as a player going forward and going, being, you know, being the senior player now you know, kind of being able to influence that. Um, yeah, so it was great. It was a great experience and um, great learning curve. I, I know, you know, you got to the final that year in 2004, but there were some tough years that followed after that. You, you, the team was even struggling to get players at that stage. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, so I suppose we, 2005 then was a, you know, decent enough year as well. But then after that, I suppose it might have been a few retirements that kind of peace and troughs in football that can happen when you have a really strong panel and, and then a few players are gone at the same time. Yeah, we got 2006, 2007 was, um, yeah, it was a big struggle. Even with guys' facilities, we were barely able to get pitches. You know, you'd be waiting for the text to see where you were going to train on that day. Um, yeah, and then just there was a core group there that was just keeping trying to just keep it together. But yeah, it was, it was a tough few years. Um, but I suppose, again, that kind of hard graft kind of paid off and learning that, you know, things don't just always come easy. You have to, you have to put the work in and, you know, keep it together. Absolutely. But I suppose in 2008, probably more so in 2009, when you reached that final again against Cork, um, did you feel at that stage there was a bit of an upward trend at that point? Yeah, so I suppose 2008 was the year that we probably had to give ourselves a bit of a kick Um we we were we were kind of pulling our team together. It was it was going good? We had good management brought into the to um to the team at that stage, and we were trying to progress. But then we went out and played an All Ireland quarter final against Tyrone, and we got when I say bullied, absolutely bullied. Um, we just couldn't in every aspect of the game, physically, footballing wise, mentally. We just fell apart, fell asunder. Um, and I suppose after that day was you know few very very hard conversations in the dressing room um and you know a lot of standards set there and then for the following year um kind of probably instilled a bit of a fire in us that it, like honestly it was you know you're coming off the pitch and you're embarrassed about how we performed um so there's nothing nothing better than that feeling to give you give you the drive you need so the following year or I suppose that that pre-season a lot a lot of work went in and um, we really pushed ourselves um, and you could just see the, you know, the turnaround the following year. So, yeah, we I thought we were playing. I actually think we played probably better in 2009 than we did in 2010 when we won it. 
um, I think our, our football was was probably a bit better. Um, but yeah, so get to all Ireland final against, of course, the Cork team at that time were just they were just phenomenal. Um, but as we had a very disappointed in us with our eyes, we probably thought we should have won it. Um, we just our inexperience again, just kind of you know, just falling at the final hurdle, but. At the same time, it you know gave us another bit of a drive that we needed, um, and I suppose following year there was there was no other outcome in our mind as what we were going to do that year, um, and then yeah, we finally we finally won it. Yeah, you, you, 2010, getting the, your hands on the, on the holy holy grail as such, um, beating Tyrone quite comfortably in the All Ireland final. But talk to me about the campaign because I know, like you say, there were some close calls there. I think against the likes of Clare and, and Leash. Um, on the way to that, uh, I suppose, amazing final day against Tyrone. Yeah, um, both Claire and Leash could have easily beaten us. Um, we, yeah, very, I suppose we had a very bad performance against Claire. To be honest with you, we had a half back line and I think every single one of us should have been ripped off. Um, <laughs> just wasn't a good day. Yeah. But um, look, I suppose maybe it was our experience that year that got us through them games, them tight games. Um, the leash game, it was very, very tight, just up until the last minute. And I'll never forget Lindsay's Davies dive and kick kind of soccer style into the goal. And sure, once that went in, um, that was it. We knew we kind of had it. The only, the only thing I would say is, I suppose, in the leash game, I think we had a bit of a self-belief and a composure, whereas I'd say maybe the sidelines and the fans, her parents, etc probably were more near bracken than we were on the pitch. I think we knew if we just kept our composure, we'd we'd pip it at the end. Um, and then I think we had just left our, our best performance to last really. I think um it's probably one of the best performances I ever remember playing with Dublin. Um just as a whole team. Just yeah, it just seemed to everything clicked with us that day. Absolutely. It was a fantastic day. Um I suppose, yeah, you like you beat Tyrone quite comfortably in the end. And and what was it like to finally get your hands on on the, on the Brendan Martin Cup? Very surreal, I suppose. Maybe in how we won it, I don't think we were expecting it to be like that. So when the final whistle went, um, it was a bit of a weird moment, I think, because like yeah, like we just didn't expect to ha- how it like the. Yes, the outcome was great, but how it happened was just a bit different to what we probably all envisaged. So um, it was, yeah, it took a while, I think, to sink in when it happened. But um, yeah, I think now I'm very appreciative of it. Absolutely. Uh, I suppose at this point, I'll, I'll, I'll just sidestep into the, into the club scene because I know a couple of years later then, you're enjoying huge success with, with Thomas Davis. Um, you, 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 you win the All-Ireland Junior Championship and that's a, the big step, first big step on, on the road to... to qualifying for the senior ranks then eventually um so just tell me about that period with with the club yeah that period was probably one of the most um enjoyable parts of my football career so far um just I think even just the way the club rallied around us that year and it always felt like it was kind of like we were on a road trip for two years with I suppose the friends that I grew up with, people that had mentored me, like like Christina, being playing winning all Ireland for her when I'd been mentored by her was just was amazing experience. Um, and it's obviously it was a very much you know community family affair. You know everyone everyone was just so delighted. Um, but 
I think we played, yeah, our football really improved. I think we played very well throughout them two years. Um, and to go from year on year and keep rising in division, you know, it was a very good achievement, I think. Um, and now we're up at the senior level and we stayed there and are, you know, competing is, um, yeah, it's very... Very positive. It was absolutely a huge period for the club, definitely. Um, but I suppose returning then to the, the inter-county scene, uh, even even that victory uh, in 2010 in the All-Ireland Final, it didn't signal the start of good times for Dublin. Um, there was a, plenty more heartbreak to follow, particularly losing uh, three uh, straight All-Ireland Finals against Cork um, from 2014 to 17. Um, I think you played in one, you were saying, and, and, and but you would have witnessed a lot of, a lot of that heartbreak from afar, having travelled to Australia. Just what was it like at, at that period? Oh, very, very tough period, especially for a lot of the girls who who had the three in a row loss. Um, I suppose when it came to 2014, I walked away. I think maybe after 2010, we thought we were, you know, Dublin was on the rise and how it kind of didn't and it fell down and we were trying to build it back up. And for me, I think maybe I just had kind of like had enough of it at that stage. I was like, right, you know, I've got my All-Ireland and I don't know, you know, if I can keep doing this. Um, and having to say, I suppose the fashion that we were losing, it was just very, <laughs> just repetitive. It just seemed to be the same way, saying we'd go out, we'd be on top, we'd look in control, and then we'd fall, you know, kind of just fall under a bit. Um, Cork would always just, their experience and how they used to pin us in, it was just the same thing over and over again. Um, and then, of course, for it to happen then another year and another year. Yeah, watching it over in Australia was, um, it was hard because like you're looking at the city player to play with and you're kind of like, come on, do this, don't do this. Um, but yeah, no, it was hard. It was hard to watch them go through that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You came home then in, in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, and um, that's the year Dublin finally got back on top again, um, beating Mayo in the final, and you were there for that. Um, when seeing the girls and, and, and winning that title, did that sparks uh, the hunger in you to, to return to the Dublin setup? Ah, yeah, of course it did. Um, but I suppose initially when just seeing the elation on all the girls' faces and just the, I suppose maybe just a pure relief um, that they all, it was it was amazing. As much as it was great for Dublin football, it was just great for them um, to what they've gone through to finally get over the line and get the, the All-Ireland that they deserved. Um, but yeah, no, sure, sitting on the sideline, even just watching the style of football they were playing was quite expansive. Um, you kind of knew it was mixed style. Um, yeah, very inviting, let's just say. Um, yeah, so I thought I was done. Um, I was struggling. I wasn't even playing that well club that year. So I didn't know. I was like, God, there's no way you could get up to that pace again. But yeah, when I went in that day and I seen it, uh, yeah, it did kind of was like, right, yeah, I think maybe I should give this another go. Go. I, I know Mick Bowen approached you to see if, if you if you would return, and but you wanted to test the waters for us in, in club football. Yeah, when I came back, he uh, yeah just gave me the option if I wanted to come back into the panel. Um, but I suppose I think to be honest, I think I made the right call as much as you know, like I didn't look at them winning and think, oh God, why didn't I go back? I was just really happy for them. But I knew it was the right call for me. I don't think, I think if I went back that year, it probably would have been injury after injury or, you know, it just wouldn't have made it. And it probably would have made me go, right, this is it. You're just not at this pace anymore. Walk away. So, you know, probably wouldn't have been enjoyed the success that we've had. I wouldn't probably have had in the last three years if 
I had gone back in that 2017. I definitely needed to, like I said, I struggled at club, couldn't, you know, I found that hard enough to get to the base off, let alone um, the county scene. So I, it was definitely the right call. I definitely don't regret it. Um, but I was definitely uh, very happy to to join back in in 2018. The, uh, I suppose coming back in, um, just in terms of the standard of ladies football then and the support I suppose the, the game itself was receiving at that stage did you see a, a notable difference there after those few years out oh it's a phenomenal difference I to be honest like even in like the 2010 year like we were I would, I would have thought we were very professional we had you know as much as we could have had um, in our preparations but just the, I suppose, the difference, massive difference of the resources. Obviously, science has changed, has progressed. Um, but it was great to see that that progression had also, you know, lended into the ladies' football game. It wasn't that we were out in the outskirts and we weren't receiving it. Um, so, yeah, just to see that. It was just, even just little things about how well you're maintaining yourself, like the monitoring of players, you know, loads, etc. was just, um, yeah, no, it was a really, really good. And I have to say, like, fair play to Mickey, made sure he had the resources there to to get us to where we needed to be. And just personally then coming back in, you know, just at that, that standard, was it hard to get back up to that pace or how did you feel at that stage? Uh, like, <laughs> I was six months, six months in and I was still looking at the defenders coach come, should I just leave? Because <laughs> this is just... <laughs> Um, yeah, to say I struggled, I really struggled. It took, um, I'd say it took mid-championship that year for me to feel that I could play at this level again. Um, yeah, no, just, but I had to just try and be patient. Everyone was telling me just to be patient. And that was another great thing about the girls and the management team. Like they didn't, they had belief in me, they had belief in our system and they knew they were just trying to keep my my head cool and I was losing it on myself but um but yeah no and that was that's the great thing about that this group is the support that that's within the group is just great Dublin get to the final again 2018 you beat Cork a Cork a county that inflicted so much championship hurt I suppose on Dublin in the past what was it like to to finally put one over them in a decider um it was probably one of the best like really really good feeling I I know I'm not supposed to admit these things but um <laughs> I can say like beating them was yeah one of my highlights definitely yeah for sure yeah and uh, you know you, you you go and make it three in a row then in uh, against Galway in 2019 just tell me about your memories of that campaign and that final as well because it's played in such difficult conditions as well um what was what was that year like for you yeah so that year was a better footballing year for me, I suppose. Um, I came back in quite fit and made sure my body was right coming back into the campaign. So I kind of started off on, on a really good foot that year. Um, again, we were just trying to progress. Our whole The whole mantra is to try and not just be seen as ladies footballers, be seen as actual footballers. Um, so to play, you know, exciting, inviting football, you know, that people want to watch. Um, I suppose there's a bit of an onus that we're trying to, you know, push that and, you know, that's what you want. You want, if we want spectators, we need to make sure it's entertaining. If we want the support again, we need to make sure it's entertaining. So, um, yeah, we were just striving for that. I suppose every time you are playing, you're, t- you're just like, we're not there yet. We're not yet there yet. So pushing each other on. Um, 
But yeah, so I, I think probably the semi-final, I think, was a pretty decent game. I think against Cork, it was um, it was a very probably the best game that we had played in the year. And then coming into the final, I don't really know if oh look, the final was an awful game, but um, I do. I don't know, you know, with the conditions that was in it, look at that stage of coming out victories was just like all we wanted and how we won, I suppose, doesn't really matter. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, Dublin are now the team to beat. Did you find there was more pressure on yourself and on the team at, at that stage? Because suddenly, you know, you are the defending champions. Everyone wants to, to, to knock you off the pedestal. And was it more difficult going into games than uh, every step of the way through the campaign? I suppose, yeah, yeah. I suppose you know everyone is when you're when you're the previous year's winner. You're, you're you know everyone's trying to knock you down. Um, but I suppose we just have to focus on ourselves. And every year, you can't stay at the same standards. Your standards always have to lift because if you stay at the same standards, somebody is going to pip you. So it was just on us trying to fix things that we needed to, you know, fix adjust things that maybe we needed to adjust. Um, but then just make sure we all keep our own heads. Um, and I suppose the management team that was there was very good in keeping us in check and in line and, you know, focused on what we needed to do. It was a, it was a nice year for you personally. Uh, at the end of that, you were, you were uh, declared the Players' Player of the Year uh, award winner. Um, that was, that was a, must have been a nice finish for you for that season. God, yeah. Like, you know, that's the, I suppose the most, like... It was an honour to kind of receive that because you're getting it from your peers. But, you know, I was a bit shocked, but, you know, I'll definitely take it. Um, but, yeah, no, just to be noticed. And I suppose just for what I do, like what my kind of game is, it's not the standout, the most skillful. So for to be recognised by your peers of kind of more hard work, more kind of defending, more the tackling side of that, the things, um, yeah, it was, it was just nice and it kind of shows, I suppose, young girls that you can be different types of footballers and still have a big influence. So, um, yeah, so it was nice. Dublin's run uh, continues then in 2020 with a fourth straight title, beating uh, Cork again in the final. Um, another great achievement, but a very different year, um, obviously, with the COVID crisis. What was it like as a player um, going all the way, uh, I suppose, without, the, without the, the roar of the fans? It was it was very different, obviously. Um, I think, look, it, it was it's always really nice, you know, when you win in All Ireland and you're sharing it with the fans and the kids and your family and stuff. I, the biggest, I think, part harder, the hardest part was that your family didn't get to come um, and watch the games, and it probably more harder for them than for the players themselves. And um, I know, I know, I think a lot of I know my parents struggled with it, um, so I think a lot of the girls would have. But uh, the only thing was, like, it was nice kind of as well at some times that we got to just be as a team. Um, so it was very, like, coming in after dressing room and, you know, very united together. Um, but there was the other aspect of it is that you're not spending as much time with the girls as you usually would be, like, even just the bonding, you know, the activities that you do together and even just after a game going out together and having a few drinks and having that kind of um I think we all miss that a lot um but you know at least the only thing is you know we were very lucky and privileged in the position that we were in that we were able to go out and and train and do things that a lot of people weren't do so like you know we were always very aware of that. 
there was there was questions there even yourself you didn't know yourself for certain if you would be back for another campaign but you are coming back which is great um, um, and you know Dublin go again in the defence of their they're all Ireland, Ireland titled in July. Um, you must be looking forward to that now. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's me coming back. We don't know if that's the right decision yet. Um, I'll, yeah, no, I'm giving it a go anyways. Um, and yeah, back training now, two weeks. So it's, um, you yeah, know, it's been really good, really good back with the girls, trying to get back to the pace of it. Um, you lose it a lot quicker when you're um, my age. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm a little son there running after 20 something year olds like, right, it might take me a few more weeks to get to I'm this sure you have it, I'm sure you have it <laughs> but no I am really really looking forward to it um, and the fact that we actually are getting a league as well to prep and then going into championship um, and a very very kind of quick you know straight through from league into championship so no you know big gaps etc so um yeah should be it's gonna be full on but it um it'll be good looking forward to it Dublin again are going to be that team to beat uh you know um is it going to be a difficult campaign in, in terms of you know who do you see the threat coming from for for, for in in 2021 oh to be honest with you like last year you knew the, like you just didn't know what teams were going to bring and I think we did see a lot of you know teams emerging like Sure, like us coming out of our group, like it was tough against all of them. Waterford, Donegal, Armagh, um, they're all they're all very good teams. Um, I think Armagh are a very, very good team, to be honest. I think they have um a good balance there, um, and some very, very good individual players. The likes of Donegal are always are always good. Their forward line is just to be honest, it's just class. Um if they when they click, they're um, you know, they're very hard to stop. And then you always have this, you know, the, the normals, the Corks, the Galways, the Mayos, they're always there. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting one to see um, who comes out of their groups and stuff. But, um, yeah, no, we just, like I said, I think we really need to focus on ourselves and making sure our football and our standards are, are higher than they were last year. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be great to see you back in, in the blue of Dublin again, uh, Siobhan. And uh, you've enjoyed a, a fantastic career so far. Uh, some amazing success, particularly in recent years, both in, in club and inter-county football. So hopefully there'll be more on the way. And But for now, uh, thanks so much for joining me here on Local Voices to look back at it all. Thank you very much for having me, Stuart. Thank you for listening to Local Voices. If you haven't already, be sure to follow the show on your streaming platform of choice to never miss a minute.